Hey guys, I'm Cesar, director of Alleycat Games, and you're listening to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. Hey, welcome everybody. We're, uh, we're getting ready to get started with our Day Trippers game here. This is going to be session 14 tonight. Uh, we may be doing something a little bit different. We may jump into more of a, a drama system game tonight. It's still kind of up in the air. We haven't like totally decided what's going to happen yet. So uh, let's let's see. All right, well, I'm going to kick it over to Todd and uh, he give us a recap for, uh, for our last session and let's figure out what we're going to do tonight. Oh, boy. We spent four sessions and something like 21 days, 30 days on the planet of Inra, seeking Inranian orchids for that spoiled, snot-rich kid, Silasardassian, uh, who's going to show up uh, tonight and, and pay you. So that's good. Money's good, right? Yeah. Uh, but along the way, you uh, ran into a fellow day tripper named Mark Forpaw, turned out to be a lying son of a bitch who siphoned all the power out of your ship and took off, leaving you stranded. And you had to radio back home and call for an emergency pickup from uh, Hector Valdez and uh, his crew on board the Malbicho. So they finally got you back to Earth. You end up in Bay 10, and then the Malbicho takes off again because they keep Bay 10 empty at all times. And then he, he'll, he'll be back. But for now, we left with you guys walking out uh, to the car, and it's time for you to go debrief to, to get back with Bento. You brought a bunch of booty and made hella experience points on that mission, which is, I guess, the whole point of spending 21 days on Inra. You got fire pellets, you've got sacks of water spider venom, you've got fungus pods, 30 of those orchids, which are worth a mega buck each, <laughs> two Ufa blankets, whatever the hell those are worth, <laughs> and one amoeba brain. I will be keeping one of the Ufa blankets. Uh, Nash would have given the other one to. Uh, Thank you. I do. I do accept. I will have two Ufa blankets. Yeah. Uh, to, to the to the to the woman that we picked up. I can't remember what her name is. Anel Something with her name. Was her name. Anel, yeah. Anel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if she hadn't brought any sort of name. memento back. Uh, he would have given it to her as like a, as a peace offering. I think when, when we ended the session, you know, Nash was kind of like back and forth. Like when they were on the planet, it was like, ah, fuck them. And then, you know, by the time they got back, you know, like, you know, for him, like he saw the passion that she brought to what it was that she was doing as far as like with the Ufa. And it kind of reminded him a little bit of Susie. So that's oh why he was like, well, knew it. we're going oh, back it. and, you know, maybe we can. And then, like, no, no, no. No, uh, Nash, you've got to watch yourself. I see that look in your eye. Yeah. So he, <laughs> you he fall into this again. <laughs> he, he gives her the blanket before they leave. And, well, uh, at, at least she's of legal age. She's 19. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Yes, that's good. I, I assume she information. Knows. <laughs> but uh yeah so i i guess we uh what time of the day or evening is it when we arrive back back on earth uh 
I don't know that we established that. I felt like it was evening, but I don't know when. Let's say uh, let's say six thirty. It's the sun is just starting to go down. All right, um, uh, Reggie, you wanna? I mean, you wanna let Bento know we're on our way in? Uh, I'm sure he's probably expecting us. He's probably not real happy. Sure, that's yes. Uh, I will send out a message saying that we are incoming. Duke, how you feeling? You you all right? Who are you talking to? To Duke. Oh. Duke got really beat up, so he's just he's checking on everybody now. Yeah, Duke. You know, um, Duke turns out to be rather easily depressed, and he had a he had a, a much better opinion of himself before he started working with you guys. And uh, <laughs> Jesus, and you're gonna kill Nash. He, he gets he gets the feeling that like. You know, maybe he's not cut out for this day trip and stuff, or maybe he just wasn't as hot as he thought he was. But uh, he feels like every time he does something, he fucks up and he ends up getting hurt and he ends up wasting time and energy. And like, uh, you know, you know, I, I guess I'm in character now. I just feel like I'm kind of a drag on you guys. I, I need to step up my game. I'm not sure what to do about it. I mean, you guys, you know, save my ass time and time again. And I just keep fucking up. No, 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 dude. You, he like he stops and like you know, assuming Reggie and Tom are still kind of walking. He like he stops and he like grabs his shoulder and he, like turns him around and, and he grabs like each side of his face Whoa. and he's like, "Look, this is on me. I, I need to put you in a better position to 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 utilize your skills to the maximum of it. I put you in a bad place. What's not wrong? It's not you. It's me that's wrong." I let you down. I, 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 it's my fault. Look, you, you are the man. You, you can, you could snipe a flea off of fucking jackrabbit's ass. I know it. You, you have got this. Look. Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. I'm just, you know, uh, I've always been like placed in position and given a target and, and, uh, and I can take care of that kind of shit. But, uh, you know, trudging through the jungle and uh, military formations and just, I don't know, man. I guess I need to train harder. Look, look, you and me, look, take a day or two. Like, I mean, you know, I can't take a day off. We get to work, right? I mean, you know, whatever. But, you know, I'll talk to Bento. Look, we get you like, you know, like an extra day off. And then when you come back, you and me, we'll, we'll, we'll hit the holodeck. We'll hit it. We'll hit it hard. And, and you know, like, I know you can shoot. But you know we'll, we'll get you in. Maybe a little sparring. Like I, you, I, you got this shit. You got it. The fucking dark matter. We're a team, Duke. You're not going anywhere. I feel like that's what I need. I need some time in the holodeck just so I can, just so I can, you know, step up my game without, without being in a situation where I hold everyone back. It could have happened to any one of us. Yeah, but it happened to me over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> he is laughing though. He's laughing. He appreciates it. He's like, okay, it's a it's a play date. And Nash slaps him on the back. He was like, come on, you're all right, you're all right. And Tom is like, I know what'll stop you from crying. We need to go get drunk. Uh, Nash just kind of like, come on, you got to come down to the rebel yell with me, you guys. It's almost dark. I think it's I think it's probably good to just turn in for us. You two go on ahead. 
We, we, I mean, we've got to check in with Bento. Like, yeah. it's a whole thing. We got to go thing. back at the ship. And oh, it's after five p.m. Bento's at home. I ah, think Bento I... lives here, though. I don't think he actually <laughs> leaves. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'm after twenty-one days on that fucking rain-soaked, deadly place. I am ready to tie one on. So I'll I'll hang with you guys for a little bit. But then I'm going down to the Rebel Yell. Anybody who's with me, you you got an hour to decide. Like you you guys tear it up. You you and Duke go have a good time. We'll we'll check in. We'll handle all the paperwork. Don't don't worry about it. Yes, I will be doing paperwork too. I'm sure. Nash just kind of like turns and looks at <laughs> Reggie what? like, okay, what? <laughs> yeah, no, it's hey, Bob. Um, I can help. Paperwork to go around. All right, all right. You you have it. You got my number. You know where I'll be. Uh, we've got oh, your number. Let's go. I got the first round. Let's go down there. So uh, they they pile into a into a car and head off for the Rebel Yell. That's Duke's favorite part. I'm sorry, that's Tom's favorite part. Yeah. So you guys are left alone in the parking lot at Diaspora Ranch. Is that really paperwork to do? God, I hope not. Twenty-one <laughs> days. Jesus fucking Christ! I just want to. I just want to get a shower and fucking go to bed. Yeah, I mean they, they've all they have those. I mean they have those facilities here. I mean I'm going to take a shower here. I think. Uh, Nash looks at his watch. Uh, I, yeah, did you did you call Bento yet? Or I did. I sent him a a, a nice text message. Did Did he respond? And yeah, maybe we just get a quick shower and. I turn and look down at my phone and I see. You see a message from Bento saying, uh, nice of you to drop by. <laughs> I see you just like he, turn the phone and show it yeah. to me. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got this. I text back, it was our pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, oh <clears throat> It was actually 22 days. Just look that up. Man, those 22 days really just really felt like 21 days. You know what I mean? You know what? The the reason I forgot about the last day was because it was right at the end when you were waiting for your pickup. Yeah, that's right. Like dead day. Almost for Duke. Well, <laughs> apparently, almost for us. apparently Bento is at the office. I knew it. Ah, shit. All right. I, I mean, I guess we get showers. I guess we get them back, back to the apartment. Sure. Yeah, let's let's just go. Let's get this over with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it might as well get it over with, and then uh, we'll then we'll see. Maybe I'll take a shower here, or maybe I'll head back to the apartment. I don't know. I haven't made up my mind. Well, I, I when you say in the office, I assume he's at the black cube. He's like at the main office and not here, right? Oh, see, now I am confused. This is where this is where I am probably confused. We're not where he is. No, We're no. not where he is. We are at the. We're at Diaspora Ranch. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's you'll cool. have to you'll have to get a ride out to uh, out to Dark Matter headquarters. All right. Are we doing that then, or are we just going to go home? No, no. He's going to be waiting. If he's at the office, he wants us. I mean, at by the now office. he's got to probably expect it, right? I mean, I'm just kind of surprised he didn't just go home himself. Well, you know, he had to call another team in to come and extract us. So, you know, I'm I'm sure he wants. <clears throat> Either the details or to chew us out, one or the other. All right. Well, let's let's go give him the details and then get chewed out. Let's just do all of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we make it back to dark matter. 
the place is mostly dark. Most people have gone home, but uh, you see from the parking lot the light in Bento's office is on. Ah. And uh, when you when you walk in there, he looks at you. He he looks really really stern, and then he smiles a little bit, and he goes, <laughs> "You guys just blew half of the money we got paid for this mission, you know." <laughs> he just. I mean, you don't think that Hector Valdez comes free, do you? Yeah, Nash hangs his head and he's like, "That's that's totally on me. I I should have checked the ship. It's yeah, I, I fucked up. I fucked up, boss." Well, listen, uh, we're going to leave a couple details out of the report as far as Miss Sardassian is concerned. None of that ever happened. We'll handle it between you and me. Because she's paying twice what you guys are getting paid for these orchids. Some of that is yours. Some of that is mine. Supposed to go to profit. Now it's going to overhead. And uh, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do to negotiate Valdez and company down. Maybe, maybe I can talk them into us owing them a favor. Chances are not real good, though. I'm probably going to have to take a hit on the profits on this one. I was just going to say, why don't you roll for us up uh, for a job for them? I mean, what kind of jobs do they do compared to what kind of jobs that we do? Well, um, they have much more experience in uh, hot zones, actually. They've mm-hmm. worked a lot with the military uh, in uh, uh, on, on nodes where uh, there's either a plan for development or a plan for extraction and usually some degree of pushback from the local natives. These guys are, uh, well... I know you guys come from a military background, but that's not exactly the market that Dark Matter is aiming for. These guys are, are a little bit uh, a little bit closer to to your your experience. Uh, Valdez and company work hand in hand with the military on planets where, and he looks at Reggie, on planets where a guy like Reggie might not feel so comfortable with the mission objectives. Nash looks you know what that means. That means that means missions where they're using military power to extract valuable resources from unknowing natives. So maybe it's just me, but I think I'm sort of missing how that's different from what we just did. Well, wait, let me let me jump out of character for a second. Don't I think that's Nash's thing. Don't you have a life shaper about this? Yes. Yeah, we know it would be a problem, but we also just went to a planet. And well, we traded some resources. I know we traded, but like, I mean, yeah, but you didn't trade at the barrel of a gun. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, we we like legit traded like goods okay, for goods. Now I'm on, okay, I'm on. I'm on the same page now. So now, just answer me this one question, which I probably missed. A deep. Put, put it this way: it's a lot. It's a lot more like like Afghanistan than the Silk Road. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Oh no, no. Reg, yeah, Reggie. Reggie. No, Reggie's not down with that. Do these people work for Dark Matter that we're talking about? I, I, I missed that too. No, no, no. Valdez and Company is a Valdez is a, is a different whole different. They're, great, they're uh, a private pay tripper organization, it. but Perfect. they've got, they've got close ties to the military and they get most yeah. of their contracts that way. All right. Well, uh, then Reggie will uh, just kind of cut in and say. Well, perhaps maybe we should be going after those contracts with the way that we sort of go about our business, not, you know, forcing others to our, be- I'm sorry, bending others to our will. What do you yeah. say? That we could probably do a better job at what they're doing and maintain some sort of positive relationship with whomever we are repressing. Wait a minute, wait a minute. 
I'm out of character again. This sounds like it goes against everything Reggie's uh, life shaper is about. I mean, you're the one that's struck with guilt. What do you mean? Uh, at the at the idea of exploiting native populations. Yeah, but what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is like they're they're exploiting native populations, and we wouldn't. Like Reggie's saying, we should set up like legitimate trading. Yeah, like go after those contracts to... because we, we would do it better. Not not the, not the better meaning. Yeah, I'm sorry. We would do it different. We like what we trade. did with the UFA. Look at this UFA blanket. Feel it. And Reggie would go <laughs> he'd put it up against his cheek. Do you feel that? Yeah, we traded for these. Okay. Okay. I think I, I think I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I didn't I didn't but realize I've, that correctly. Sorry. I've run the I've run the numbers multiple ways. Uh, before you guys came on board and I opened up uh, the day tripping division of dark matter. Most of our jobs were providing security for uh, high-profile events, um, you know, award ceremonies, um, traveling debutantes, celebrities, and uh, and rich folk, and the like. We provided security service. We were glorified bodyguards, is what I'm saying. Uh, so that's what we're best known for. And when I decided to take you guys on board, what I saw was an opportunity to serve a clientele, well, like Ms. Sardassian, people with lots of disposable income who would pay through the nose for these artifacts that would not require us morphing our image into something of a more military nature. I mean, Valdez and company has that pretty well sewn up. Fact of the matter is, the majority of our jobs still take place at those kind of venues. I've got a squad that's guarding some visiting chic right now, and I've got a squad lined up to to guard the 405th uh, Academy Awards. I mean, this is the sort of job that we made most of our money on. Remember, you guys have only been here for a couple months, but this whole day tripper organization is is new to dark matter wasn't part of our image and I'm still trying to make it uh, take off. I'm not I'm not quite sure that uh, that a change of image in addition to the new division is something that we could really take on right now. I mean you guys are really the only two experienced day trippers we've got on board. I think I understand what you're saying. I I I I understand a little bit more now where you're coming from. And all I would have to say is that maybe if you're trying to expand your day tripping section of this uh, particular company maybe nash and i should be a little bit more involved in some of that planning and or decision making he looks, back and, he looks back and forth between the two of you as you I, just said we are the only experienced day trippers here as of yet indeed but uh, you have no experience as business people Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But if you're interested in surrounding yourself with business people to make decisions without any experience with them, then I sort of had to question not you, but the people involved. It's sort of like any other company where they just say, hey, we're going to start a business and we're going to make all the decisions based on theoretical education that we have. And the people who are the most experienced below us have absolutely no input. And if they do try to give their input, well, we were just going to ignore it. Sorry, that, that got a little real for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I, I'm certainly willing to, 
to give it a shot. If you guys feel like you want to take on some more responsibility as far as uh, sales and contract procurement is concerned, I'm open to the idea. I mean, it wasn't so much like, here's some more responsibility as it was, you know, like, mate, like we know some of the things that you're actually into as far as day tripping. And it's not just like, hey, day trip for Silas Audacian again. You got a problem with my cash cow client? No, I don't. If you're into that sort of thing, I have absolutely <laughs> no problem. Um, I yeah, I understand that it bankrolls this operation to a certain extent, and I am I am I have come to a sort of peace with that. But if we're doing like, you know, we've got like a, we we could have like set something up there at uh, on Inra with this uh, Ufa, you know, I'm I'm chomping at the bit. Well, all right. There's no reason that that's off the table necessarily. I mean, if you feel like going back to Indra on a regular basis, <laughs> we might be able to work that into our schedule. I mean, because that's what it would take. We could uh, we could find other buyers. I'm sure it's it, it wouldn't be difficult. Those damned orchids are so fucking popular. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've got... Sardassian is paying two mil per orchid. Now, most people are only paying half of that. Yeah, I mean, I can't really shake my head. I can't... Uh, I can't argue against that, Bento. That's a lot of money that she's willing to waste. And if it's going to you, then uh, probably better off for it. Because God knows if she wants to send... Uh, Jesus, what's the, what is the name again? Hector yeah, the, Valdez? Yeah. If she was interested in sending Hector Valdez, who, the, who, who knows how that would turn out? You've got a very good point there. If they would take the job at all. Speaking of the job... Let's see what you got. Here's uh, what we have. Yeah, Nash swings off the the backpack with the or carrying whatever that, whatever it is that we have them in, and uh, you know starts cl- you know clicking them open, unzipping you know packs or whatever. Um, so yeah, we got the we're able to trade for third. Well, we found some of them. Uh, we traded for the rest, but we got thirty of these things. He's doing a little math. You know, while well, he's doing the math, like Reg, you know, Nash is looking at Reggie and he's looking back at Bento and he's like, he's he's befuddled by this whole exchange because he's like, he knows Reggie and he knows Reggie's like on the weird side. He's like really emphatic about, you know, whatever this, this life shaper is that Nash is unaware of. So he's just like, what the fuck is going on right now? He does the life shaper, John. Well, uh, I think you're probably talking about belief that dark matter should be doing more good yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah and we were very and we were very careful when we came up with that to praise it as a positive rather than as a negative oh yeah yeah it, and then and that was that was the whole point of him saying you know let's go after some of those contracts where they're gonna go blow a place up we'll go set up trading outposts and like you know like things like that but reggie might also might not be understanding completely what's going on in some of those militaristic zones Maybe not, but you can imagine the sort of extraction that the military does right here on the planet Earth and just... Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yes, that's part of the problem for me. That's why I used to go see my Therabot nightly. Right, right. So, you know, Valdez and company are definitely aiming for a totally different market. And and Bento thinks that's a good thing because he's trying to find a niche that's not already dominated. Mm -hmm. And because... Dark Matter has always provided security and bodyguard services uh, for rich and famous people. 
that's just seemed like the natural inroad for him. Um, I, 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 Reggie's going to say so, one more thing. To you know, more more about more about import export, more like import export than extraction. Yes. Um, I'm gonna Reggie's gonna say one more thing to Bento if that's okay. Uh, he's gonna like he's when, when if when, if Bento looks up, he's gonna say, Bento, I want you to know that in this moment, I truly understand what it is you're talking about, and we are going to butt heads. I think you know that, but I want you to know that regardless of all the times that I'm going to protest, that I do understand. Okay. <laughs> Nash nods approvingly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. I kind of want to say that, but five dollars will get me a cup of Capix. <laughs> hey, don't shake your. <laughs> don't poo poo a cup of Capix. Don't you dare poo poo that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now that I'm looking at all these orchids, and, and most of them are in really nice condition, uh, it eases my mind quite a bit. I hear that. Uh, I hear that Duke got wounded out in the field. Is he doing okay? Uh, yeah, he, he was feeling a little down. I, I talked to him when we got back. Look, uh, I, I want you to give, I want you to give all three of these guys, uh, a bonus from, from my cut. Don't do that. I would like to give, I would like you to give my bonus from his cut, uh, to him. <laughs> God damn it, Reggie. All right, look. I pay my people well. These guys are on salary. You don't need to play this game. No, no, no. Look, look. I, I I I, uh, I I take responsibility for that. That's I, I put I put Duke in a bad spot, and uh, you know I, I want him to know. You know I want him to know that that you know that that we that we've got him, and uh, you know that it's important. Reggie nods at Nash. All right, I'll take that under advisement when I do the accounting. For now, though, there's just one thing I want you to I want you to take care of, and that is your own squad. Uh, if Duke needs more training, now he's looking. Now Bento's looking at Nash. That's on you. You're the squad leader. You need to take care of making sure that your people are equipped to go out there in the field. Duke's experience has been basically sitting on top of buildings, waiting for something to go wrong that doesn't ever go wrong. No, I got it. That that was that was kind of the conversation that we had. Uh, he, you know, he he like looks around, looks at his watch. Like, there's no date on that, and he's like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you know. Could we get these guys like a couple days off, let them uh, rest and recoup a little bit, and um, you know, I'd I'd like to get uh, you know Duke for sure uh, some extra time in the hollow deck. I told him the the two of us to get in there and uh, you know get some extra work in. I would certainly join you in that. Yeah, he, he taps the desk with his pen. Uh, that sounds like an excellent idea. And since I don't have a mission lined up for you guys right away, I think that you should get right on that. Uh, so starting tomorrow, you guys need to be training in the holodex. If you feel like hitting the field, pulling up some of your old contacts, seeing what you can do to provide us with a, another source of income, another contract of some kind, I'm open to that suggestion. For now... Let's just keep you guys in regular training and see what comes along. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. All right. Now, about this ship, the drama still isn't quite over. I'm going to need to get you guys back to Diaspora. Uh, we're going to rent a, a slip ship and send you out with a second pilot so that you can bring the martyr back. Uh, I've already lined that up. 
Um, you guys know uh, Steve O'Tar, and you don't. You've never heard the name. But he's a good pilot. He's got uh, he's got a four man ship, and he's uh, he's a little bit down on his luck lately. So I managed to procure his services for a short jump. I just need you guys to go with him out there. It's just going to be you two and Steve O. Take a microfusion generator, power up your ship, bring it back safe. And uh, tomorrow morning, we'll talk with Ms. Sardassi. Can you guys handle this tonight? Uh, he looks over to Reggie. So. Uh, I mean, I yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. even know if we... Uh, I mean, I could probably just go with him, right? You can t- you can turn in. No, no. Nobody goes alone. Okay. Well, I mean, he'd be there with me, right? The pilot. He's going to be... It's fine. We'll, we'll take care of it. All right. All right. And uh, you guys need to head... Back to Diaspora. I'll make sure Steve was there to meet you. Okay, he's got a Steve O. Steve O. Tar. Yeah. He's got a poor man ship called the Monster, and uh, <laughs> from what I've heard, it's a real piece of crap. But it'll get the job done. Well, it should be a fun ride then. Well, I mean, Reggie, if you can, you know, kind of give it a once over without being too obvious about it, and make sure we get there. Oh, I'll give it a once over. I'll give it a twice over. Subtle. I'm going to finish the paperwork here. You guys leave all this stuff here, and uh, we'll do the accounting tomorrow. I'll I'll call Ms. Sardassian in for a lunch meeting, Uh, but hopefully we'll have all of our T's crossed and I's dotted, and the ship will be uh, back getting repaired and fueled before that ever happens. So out you go, guys. Back to Diaspora. All right. uh, What time do you want to send in the morning? Oh, regular time. Come in at night. All right. Uh, we will see you bright and early. Which is probably a good idea because Duke and Tom are getting wasted right now. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, they are. You could, you could use this <laughs> as a teaching moment, Nash. Put Duke through the ringer when he's all, you know, hungover. <laughs> oh. Like the good old days, you know what I'm saying? He, uh... Yeah, he starts to flush a little bit when you say that because they weren't really good old days. <laughs> yeah, I was being facetious if I'm using the correct word. Yeah, Bento's just looking back and forth. He's completely lost. It's a day trippers thing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, let's send you back to Diaspora Ranch where you guys meet Steve-O. Now, Steve-O is a guy who's bald on top and he's got a braided beard like down to the middle of his belly. Uh, he's thin and wiry and really excitable. He's like, oh, man, so pleased to meet you guys. I've heard a lot about you. You guys have got some some tales to tell, I'll bet. Oh, man, I'm really lo- speaking of tales. I'm really liking that thing on the front of your face, that braided beard all the way down. How long did it take you to do that? I spend an hour every day, man. You do that every single day? Well, yeah, because you got to take it all out to shower and clean, and then you got to put it back again. Now, all of a sudden, I just want to let you know that I immediately respect you for actually going through that because I assumed you just didn't wash it as often as you should have. No, no, no. Look at this. Look at this. And he shows you his beard. It's actually a braid of braids. He spends a lot of time making separate braids and then braiding them all together. And one big thing, he's got like jewels and little bits of colored wire or something all decorating it. You might be my new hero. <laughs> He's like, it's the style, man. You haven't heard it's called Neo Savage. I, I don't keep up on all that stuff, but I suppose if it's 
got, got some sort of a label that it's probably a legitimate thing. So I'll just oh. take your word for it. He reaches onto the dashboard of his ship and he pulls up a, 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 a what, not a, I don't want to say iPad, something, it's like a holographic iPad, right? And he hits a couple holographic buttons and he shows you the latest issue of uh, Neo Tribal Magazine. So it's got these... It's got these people who, yeah, it's got these people who uh, put like cybernetic implants with like extra teeth and points in their heads and tattoos all over their bodies. And so, Reggie puts his hand on the hollow iPad and pushes it back to him and said, I said I respected you for what you did. I have a very vivid imagination and I'm not sure these images are going to go very well for me. So, I'm going to ask that you put it down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I'll take you to a club sometime. You meet some of my friends. They are crazy. I'm pretty sure that would be a bad idea, but uh, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> You're not into that? I, that seems like the kind of thing you might be into. A new tattoo, some little dermal things. I don't know if you remember this, but I have very vivid nightmares that bring me to places that I don't necessarily want to go. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. That's fair. I understand. I'm trying to be in a little bit more control of my um, stimuli, if you know what I'm saying. You want to talk about stimuli? Look at this. Steve rips open his shirt. He's got a tattoo on his solar plexus of like a screaming dragon head. Uh, and he's like, and it, it looks really weird. It does not look like the clean, pristine lines of modern tattoos. It was, that's because this was cut out of my flesh in the Maori fashion. The ink was rubbed in by hand. This is the way they used to do it hundreds of years ago in the Pacific Isles. Uh, Reggie's eyes roll into the back of his head and he faints. Uh, Nash goes to grab him. <laughs> <laughs> he accidentally grabs his boner. <laughs> I think we should roll for that. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the Marduk. <laughs> okay, so uh, you want to take a surreptitious look around the monster? Yes. Give yep. me a brains roll. I will do that. Um, could I throw in the my the, my piloting airspace thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I, at the full two or half? Uh, full two. Full two. Total seven. Oh yeah. Um. This thing is quirky as all fuck. It looks like he probably built it himself in his garage using the original plans from Zion Diaspora's uh, historical download. This thing has got like an ancient flux capacitor on it. And <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, and it, it looks like the kind of thing where like you have to you have to kick it once in a while just to to keep it going, right? All right. Now. As far as that's concerned, does it seem like it's put together well for that sort of a thing? <laughs> it's put together well. It's just quirky as all fuck, and it uses like, you know, 20 different brands of technology that have been uh, welded together with custom 3D printed parts. And he's like, oh, you, you like the work, huh? My I printed God. most of these parts myself. I really got to say, this is very, very nice. I mean, the custom work here. Look at this flux capacitor. How have you kept this thing in such good order? Oh, you just got to know how to keep it clean. You know what? Apple cider vinegar, man. Oh, my God. You flush it out with the apple cider vinegar. <laughs> nice. It's one of those ancient technologies that never goes out of style. Jesus. You know, the old ways are the best. 
I've wasted so much time. I could be doing shit like this. I am going to have to learn from you. Check out the finish on those pipes. Yeah, that unique rust pattern there. That's because I clean them with kerosene. My God, you've just scared me. You've just cleaned <laughs> it with actual kerosene. Are you mad? No, I tell you, the old ways are the best. So, so is um, is Reggie's kind of like going through, you know, like a quiet moment. He's like, so how long did that tattoo take? I mean, does that hurt? That's gotta hurt, right? Oh, it took six hours to carve it out. Oh, and then, shit. Another, then another three hours to rub in all the different colors. Is these colors actually come from berries and roots that are pulled out of the ground and mashed by hand? All old school, man. Completely old school. I tell you, I passed out three times. <laughs> I fucking believe it. That, that's that's hardcore. The hardest, bro. God damn. Yeah, not, not me. That's. Oof. I hey, see shit, but. I always like to get a little bit buzzed, you know, before I take off. Uh, <laughs> no. He's opening up the cooler and grabbing a brew for himself. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, maybe Reggie, but um, yeah, I'll. Uh, you got a bottle of water in there? Yeah, I think I might. Yeah, I keep some cold water around because uh, you know, every once in a while you get some of the ladies on board. I don't know. They don't. They don't take too keenly to the the high voltage that I like to prime the pump with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he gives you a bottle of water. All right, cool. Yeah, now, yeah. You're a, now, yeah, you're you're a you're a little bit worried right now. This guy's got a quirky ship with custom tech, uh, and he's about to get buzzed before flying out to Inram. Yeah, it'd be national happy. None of this is by the book. <laughs> none of it. Absolutely none of it. This guy is a a, a completely like you know he's like a one man show tiny little day tripper operation who built his ship himself. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it looks like it's been around since like... It's no wonder Bento got, Bento got a, a real deal on this mission. Yeah. I, I mean, his, is this like from the early days of day tripping? Like this ship looks like to be about that old? Yeah, this ship is at least 10 years old. It's got it's got weird rust stains and the, the, the capacitor is like generation one. Yeah. So like you know he'll make some small talk as you know as you know Reggie's doing his thing and whatever he's like uh, so uh, what was uh what was the last time you uh, made a jump? Uh, well, I carried some people out to Caledonia for uh, X Investments. Uh, that was uh, maybe three weeks ago. Been a little tough finding work lately. Actually, I was kind of hoping that you guys might have some contacts you could throw my way. You know. Um. Yeah. I don't. I mean, we don't. They turn out. You know. I mean, uh, it's tough finding work sometimes. I don't know. Have you had that? Yeah, no, we, we, yeah, we, we, uh, you know, we were in a rough spot for a little while. I lost my, uh, I lost my other partner. Um, you know, we, we, we just hooked up with, uh, with the dark matter just, uh, yeah, not that long ago. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's one of the cool things about this. I'm hoping that, you know, maybe, uh, maybe Bento wants to expand. You know, I heard that you guys had opened up a day tripper division. I was thinking, you know, that might be a sweet spot for old Steve-O. Uh, you got like a licensing deal? No, no. I mean, coming on board with you guys. Oh, um, I, I mean, I, you know, I guess uh, you could, you could talk to Bento. I mean, we don't handle contracts and, and that kind of like, we just, you know, we got to go get the ship. So, 
you're 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 just trying to picture how that would play out. You know, it would be like hiring Hunter S. Thompson to write for a women's magazine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nash Nash wants no parts of it, and he knows he knows that Bento wouldn't have anything to do with it. So he's you know he's just kind of like brushing them, giving them the brush off. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, if you guys can put in a good word for me with Bento, you know, that'd be really cool. You know, then we can be bros. We could be you know out there in the field and expanding Dark Matter's whole operation, man. I mean, we can swap stories and get tanked. Oh man, it would be sweet. Uh, yeah, we. I mean, we don't normally. I mean, you know, uh, whatever happens on Earth stays on Earth. But we, I mean, you know, once, <laughs> once we're on the mission, I mean, we, you know, we we play pretty straight. I mean, it's uh, you got to keep your wits about you. Ah, uh, fuck that! You got to fly by the seat of the pants. You got to expect the unexpected. That way, the unexpected never happens. Uh, Hey, you want a beer? I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) (laughs) Reggie snaps out of his catatonic state that he just dropped into. Uh, Reggie has been like maybe walking around the vehicle looking (laughs) at these weird pipes and this this bizarre ancient technology. This shit is all first generation and it's all been cobbled together using custom 3D printed parts. Yeah, he says, hey, why don't we just see how this goes first before we go adding you to teams and whatnot. Hey, all right. You still want that beer? I mean, I don't. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm driving. <laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll be driving. But I but I will be eventually. I'll be oh, driving the mod. man. You got to get ready for the whole buzz and slip space dynamics, right? I mean, shit, when that human kicks in, whoo, I tell you, it's best to be a little bit, you know, uh, uh, how they say it, in the zone. Um, would is there like a group of people in this uh, in this world that will jump and do slip space slip space stuff as if it were a drug? In the same way that I'm getting the hint, like like I'm getting the vibe from this guy. You you get the vibe from this guy that he approaches all of life like it's a drug. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, right. Yes. I I can appreciate your approach to life, uh, but as far as like jo- joining up, you'll have to uh, speak with Bento, and or we'll see how this goes. But I will not be partaking in the imbibation of alcohol. Uh, okay. Hey. 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 No. No trouble, brother. It's more for me, right? I, I do cooler. know that imbibation is not a word. <laughs> All right. What do you say we kick this monkey? Yeah, let, let's. Um, yeah, he has let, a mon- you have a monkey. That and um, yeah, let, let's get well where we're going. You, we've we've got the uh, the generator. Everything's uh, set to go. Reggie, you got your gear. I do. And Nash, I would not be surprised if there is an actual monkey here. <laughs> keep, keep your eyes peeled. I don't. You know they bite. I think. I don't. It's just. Well, let's let's get the fucking ship and get the hell out of here. Imagine okay, if the we're monkey all powered up, we're ready to go. had a wrench in his hand. Can you imagine that? It would it, a monkey with a wrench. Yeah, that like would be a, the monkey wrench. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I think being in the ship is is not good for me. Look, I, get, let's get strapped in. Let's let's. We I'm gotta. Gonna, I'm just gonna close my eyes and pretend 
um, that I'm back in that catatonic state. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, when you guys uh, strap into the beds, you see that he's he's painted the the ceiling on top of the beds with like psychedelic swirling patterns. Uh, it <laughs> looks like some sort of batik from a Grateful Dead show or something. And uh, as you as you reach for the, uh, the the strap to buckle yourself in, you see this is an old fashioned strap. It goes it goes right between your legs, and on the on the metal buckle, he's he's written with what looks like um, nail polish. It says, "Kiss it goodbye." I mean, is this guy a cliche now, or what is the? <laughs> Nash is Nash is visibly uncomfortable. <laughs> I wish my, I wish I understood. I bet, I bet you if we tried really hard, we could probably predict what we were going to see next. But I just don't understand this lifestyle. <laughs> as you as you lean under to strap your legs, and you you smell the distinct smell of cannabis. There's there's weed somewhere on this ship. <laughs> uh, is everything okay? Are we we're ready to? We are, we are Roger Dodger. Oh my Y'all god! Y'all strapped in. Yeah. All yeah. right. I have go, kissed boys. it goodbye, if you will. And uh, he's up in the pilot seat. He does some weird gesture with his hands. He brings them together in front of him, and he goes, "Oh, Nash, if we die, I want you to know you're my best." Hey, friend. hey, hey, hey! Quiet back there. I'm sorry. I'm gonna start again. Okay. You're my best friend. <laughs> he's doing some sort of weird meditation thing, and then he goes, "Here we go." Nash just like his his head turns on the bed to look at Reggie, and he just gives him like one real slow nod. You, you hear the engines powering up. You feel the flux capacitor. The, the word is slip capacitor. Flux capacitor is from Back to the Future. I oh just my God, realized I thought you were serious about that. Oh yeah, no, I thought I was, that's the way you said it. That was all about it's that. a slip yeah. capacitor. No, uh, you feel that you feel that powering up. There's a weird electric tingle that happens before the jump, and there's some weird sort of bump, 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 bumping sound that uh, you you've never heard that when preparing for a trip. He goes, "Here we go." And he pushes the throttle forward, hits the buttons with his thumbs. There's a weird tingling sensation. Everything goes black, and then there's rainbow colors shooting all around you. You feel this weird sensation of icy cold and burning hot pass through the center of your body all at once. And then just a second later, you're on in run, right beside the Marduk. Oh, thank Christ. <laughs> all, all right. Um... You both just got one experience point. <laughs> for surviving well it certainly was an experience <laughs> so oh. Na- like Nash like immediately like unsnaps he's like up he's he's looking for his gear he, he grabs one end of the thing he's like I- Reggie come on let's all right uh, thank you thank you Steve-o um, it was a pleasure and um, we will be seeing you I suppose <laughs> Well, hey, I, did, wait. Did you want to show me around a little bit? This is where those orchids come from, right? You, I mean, mm, maybe we can find a few. No, 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 not around here. No. <laughs> there. Look, I, here. I. This is what I. You just 
chill here for now. Stay in the ship. Uh, it's going to be safer. And we'll go down and we're going to we're going to get a charge on the Marduk. And then uh, assuming everything's OK, we'll both jump out of here, uh, you know, maybe like an hour. He's looking out the window. Sure is rainy out there. Damn, this place is depressing. I need a bowl. You guys want to smoke a bowl? <laughs> uh, I'm going to. He's I, uh, he's out the door. He, you, know, <laughs> you are an absolute delight. And now I am out the door. <laughs> or you hear him coughing from the inside. Uh, how big is the gender? Is this a two-person operation to move it? or? Oh, no, no. It's it's uh, it's the size of a the size of a, uh, I don't know, a medium-sized suitcase. Okay, all right. So, so he's got that in one hand. He's he's got the rifle like he's got one arm like resting on the rifle and the sling, and he's got the the generator. He's like, all right, Reggie, Overwatch. I gotta gotta set this up. Okay, Overwatch uh, commencing, and Reggie Overwatches. Okay, it's gonna take. We need to get in the ship. Yeah, you need to get inside the ship. You got to wire the generator to to the the ship's power source, and this is going to take about an hour to get enough power uh, generated to to take to take a jump. Okay. So uh, I'm going to need an electronics roll from you. Yep. Uh, so I figured. Uh, let's see. I got that at a plus one. Uh, so that's going to be a five total. Okay. Yeah, that's absolutely no problem. Cool. And you are now sitting tight for about an hour. And about midway through that hour, you hear Steve-O calling. The door is open. The door to his ship is open, even though, like, rain is getting in his ship. He's like, hey, you, what, what are those? And you see through the, through the windshield, he's pointing up in the air. There's a little flock of flying cabos coming this way. Those Fuck. are the... Those are the big tooth birds with the God pointy legs that the Upa like to use for for traps. Yeah. Are they coming towards us or are they just uh they're they're way off in the distance, but they are coming this way. Um Steve, do you have any weapons on the ship? Weapons? Yeah. <laughs> I got weapons. Best um why don't you just go grab a couple of those and just kind of sit tight? No, 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 go in the ship, close the door. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Just, just sit tight in the ship. I am ready for this. You guys look up. You see Steve-O is now standing in the open doorway of his ship. He's got his shirt off. He's painted war paint on his face. Oh, my God. And he's holding, he's holding two one-handed crossbows, one in each hand. How did he do that so quick? <laughs> How does he, he expect to reload? He, is, he looks excited. I don't He's like, I mean, all right. Have you guys fought these things before? Do they have a weak spot? I mean, you've got two crossbows. Yeah, you want one? No. No! <laughs> I want you to have, at the very least, one less crossbow. <laughs> so you can I'll reload. Just, I'll just I'll just drop it once the once the bolt is gone. I got some extra bolts here on my hip. Look, the old technologies are the best. Repeat after me. The old technology. Wait, what am I doing now? I'm not going to repeat after no, you. Get in the fucking ship, for Christ's sakes! Unfortunately for Stevo, the flying cabos uh, take a turn. There's five of them, 
and uh, they start heading inland. So okay. Damn it. <laughs> All right, leaving this area. Steve-O is waving the crossbows in the air, and he's shouting, Yeah, you pussies! Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go tackle Steve-O. <laughs> Actually, I'm probably too far to do that. <laughs> I assume the ships are kind of side-by-side, side, so it's not that far. Yeah, well, you moved the product a few yards to the side so that the 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 Malbicho wouldn't materialize in the same space as your ship, remember? Ah, yes. So, so Nash had grabbed the gun and was, you know, getting ready to make a beeline to the ramp when they mm. kind of like turned the other way. So he's like indecisively kind of like near the door, kind of like watching out the window. I mean, there's nothing to do. The ship is going to charge itself. Yeah, trained on the on them. Steve lets out a low whistle. He's like, "Shit, how much are those things worth back home?" I don't, I don't know if anybody has ever lived to tell. <laughs> oh, they don't look so bad. Pretty sure I could take them out. Brady <laughs> just, just turns and looks at Nash. <laughs> gives him like a shit look. Like what the fuck? <laughs> so he, so he. I don't, I don't remember the exact details of the story, but, but Nash, you know, as they get further and further away, will relate the story of how they were uh, beset upon, and you know, Duke took a mauling. You know, from those from those birds, with only only with great effort and automatic weapons fire, yeah. were we able to make it through. <clears throat> yeah, that's the problem. You guys weren't ready for the unexpected. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, you got to stay loose. Like like he starts waving his fingers around in front of his eyes. And he's like, like reality is like this, man. All the time, you got to be loose. My mind. It's totally open. I, I would actually like to see him in a fight just to see how he <laughs> applies how he applies all of this in, in a combat situation. I, I don't. I don't think. I mean, I don't think he's ever been in a combat situation. Like he's just. I think he's lucky. I think he's just a lucky son of a bitch. Let's just take him out a little bit. Let's just take him. Take him out to the no, no, no. Remember that whom? Remember that whom thing? I we just go see no. who deals with that. Can you imagine with this man? Would he would affect one of those things. I think he'd be on the same wavelength with the fucking who. He'd probably talk to each other and come to some sort of mutual understanding. But my question would be, what side would either of them be on after they've had their conversation? I I shuddered to think. Would he become a whom himself? Is I don't think that's possible, Reggie. Do you think that we 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 we, we absolutely need to investigate this? I, I look. We need to get the oh, I, I, I want to take just, a fucking shower. I'm half kidding. I I was half kidding. I wanted to see what way you leaned, and now that I see that you're against it, that's the side that I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck. He looks at his watch. <laughs> How long has it been? <laughs> Six minutes. <laughs> yeah, something like six minutes. <laughs> you've got, you've got another thirty. Fuck. So he's like, I like. I, you want to like start to power it up? You want to like make sure everything is fucking working before we get a full charge on here? Get, oh, get the calculations absolutely. in. Well, I'm sure. Let me go check to see if the if the uh, um <laughs> if the uh. 
I don't know terms. Let me go see if I can start her up. If she's good enough to at least get started, I can get the uh, electrical systems up and going and do my diagnostics. There it is. There you go. <laughs> Excellent. Cut out all the times when I was like, yeah, there it is. And terms, yeah. other things. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, boo. Don't worry. I'll leave, leave them in <laughs> because that's on brand. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you power it up. You've got uh, another 30 minutes to go before you have enough power to make a jump. But so far, all of your other systems are online. The medical bay comes on. The uh, up vector radio comes on. And, Everything uh, is five by five. And uh, the onboard computer comes on. It says, greetings, Reggie Carlyle. Oh, hello. Um, Tiamat, yeah. Tiamat. Oh, Tiamat, it's so good to hear you. How are you doing? My sensors indicate a loss in power has caused a disassociation of the temporal signature. Right. You seem to have lost six days worth of power. Hmm. Well, how are you doing right now as far as can we leave here in a, about however much time? How? <sighs> Fuck. My sensors How much indicate, time do you need to, to be completely done? My sensors indicate a safe jump will not be possible for another 24 minutes. Okay, that's that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay, I'm just going to... I'll uh, Well, Reggie will just keep doing his checks, and if everything seems good, he'll just leave it alone. So Next. while you guys are waiting for the ship to power up, Steve-O comes walking over. He's like, mind if I check out your digs? Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. Come on in. I, I was about to take a take a uh, you know give it a give it a quick rundown anyway. Make sure everything was uh, where we left it. Actually, I I take back my previous yes, and I would actually would like to know without you touching anything, <laughs> what you would do to customize this little baby here. Oh, wow. I want all your ideas, Steve. I want like, them all. This is sleek. This is sleek as shit. Well. The first thing, you've got no exterior decoration, you know. You gotta make sure that the ship, both inside and out, radiates with your own energy, your own cosmic vibration. What you ought to do is meditate until you discover your totem animal. And then you need to create a symbolic representation of your totem animals, both of you, on the outside of the ship and also inside, right above or right below where you sit. That way the spiritual energy can flow through you and out from the ship so that you project your own cosmic energy outward wherever you go. But See what I'm saying? But what exactly is the connection between my spirit animal and the energy that I give off? And how do I come to find out how to manifest that in some sort of design? Steve-O smiles like you're just a kid who doesn't understand it. I am. He's like, teach me. <laughs> he he slaps your cheek a couple times and he goes, "Oh man, we really need to talk. Don't you know? Everything is connected, man. We're all one. Everything in the universe, the energy that flows in and out from the symbolic level to the subjective to the objective level, and even the things like your engine here, it's all one, man. That's why you gotta purify yourself before you make a jump." I, but weren't you you were smoking weed before we that's not really Yeah, I, that's you how know, I, I get in tune with the cosmic vibration, man. You gotta wipe all that mess that the real world puts in your head, clouds your vision, 
makes it hard to feel the cosmic energies. You got to get into the zone to feel the power of your spirit animal pushing through you and out through the ship and out through slip space. So that wherever you go, it's just an extension of your own soul. Reggie looks at Nash and says, I must know what my spirit animal is. <sighs> he just he rubs his head and he's just he turns on his heel and he, he goes and gives the ship a once over. <laughs> uh, everything seems to be good. And for the next 20 minutes, Steve is talking to you about his uh, his journeys through the South Pacific Islands and how he met he met the Maori tribes. Uh, he's taken ayahuasca in South America, and that's where he discovered his spirit animal was the jaguar. And you now realize that it was a—it's a screaming jaguar, not a, it wasn't a guy. It was a <laughs> I was just going to say, my spirit animal might be a screaming sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, it could be, man, because that's the secret. Once you get to that level, you realize all worlds are one. When you move through slip space, you never actually go anywhere, man. Oh You're God. always in the same spot while the world reconfigures itself around you. I sort of all, oh my God, I sort of always thought that, but I never really truly dug in on that concept. Do you lucid dream, Steve-O? Oh, you know it all the time, bro. Oh my God. Me too. Ha <laughs> ha. He's trying to handshake with you. They're like, you totally can't get the handshake. He's trying to make you. Yeah, we're, we're just we're like smacking hands. And yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Close enough, bro. <clears throat> I'm relatively new, but I've been researching a lot about it. I'm trying to become uh, proficient at it. Well, you got to take yourself to a space where all of the energy of the outside world falls away. You got to forget everything that you've learned and then listen to yourself from the inside because that's where everything really comes from. He slaps the, the panel next to him because this world, man, it's not real. Right. Right. Nothing's real. Nothing is real. <laughs> There's no reason why I can't lucid dream in the real world. They're lying to me. Now you got it. Nash walks up at this point. What was that about? We're in like we're in a meditation stand, sitting across from each other. There's like a floating triangle thing in the middle of us. We're focusing our keys or whatever the hell. Uh, are we? Chi? I don't know. Ready to go, Reggie? Or when your chi is in alignment, you'll feel the tingle connecting all the way up all seven tantric zones of your body. Oh all of God. your chakras line up from your spine to the top of your head. And when you feel that energy hitting the top of your head, that's when you can open it up and connect to the center of the universe. The prima mobile, man, the source of all. There is something strangely erotic about all the things that you just said. Oh, you know it, man. It's like, <laughs> it's like having sex with the universe. It's like your whole body turns into one giant boner. Oh, oh no. Trigger word, trigger word, trigger word. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie's eyes roll back. And this actually is... is starting to make a lot of sense to Reggie. Reggie's, oh, yeah. had, Reggie's had dreams like this. Mm. Reggie, Reggie's on board once he started talking about, once he started talking like that. I mean, he still keeps him, keeps him going to keep this guy at arm's length, but <laughs> he might have some ideas that I might be willing to dive into. <laughs> Tell you, man. 
nothing's real. You're just a spirit. And the mm. cosmos assembles itself around you according to the energy you put out. I feel that. I feel it. You and me are going to have to party, bro. Oh, man. I might, I might, I might consider it. I might. Nat Nash walks up behind Reggie and kind of like puts sand on his shoulders, rubs his shoulders, and says, "Why don't you, why don't you feel us back home, huh?" You shouldn't, you shouldn't touch me right now. Oh, hey, whoa, <laughs> hands up and kind of like steps away. Reggie, all right, uh, Tiamat, um, are we ready to go yet? One hundred percent. Okay. Well, I guess this is goodbye. <laughs> 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 it's been fun knowing you, Steve. We're gonna have to kick you out. Yeah. <laughs> Nash goes to like shake his hand and then like thinks better of it and then kind of like you know pushes his hair back off his face and he's like, uh, thanks for the lift, uh, Steve. We're um we're we're ready to get out of here. So uh, you know if you wanna you know go ahead and make that jump, uh, we'll, we'll be right behind you. All right, you guys. Listen, remember, put in a word for me with Bento. Because we can have such great times together. Really, nothing's real. There's nothing to be scared of. You just got to stay focused like this. And he faces you and he goes, and then he turns and he faces Reggie and he does it again. I just blessed you with some of my cosmic energy, man. You guys are going to be all right. That sounded dirty. Uh, Thanks, Devo. That's cool. We will certainly put in a word with Bento. He steps out the hatch, and uh, he's he's smoking a little pipe. He gives you a thumbs up as he's choking. He, like, gives him a half wave, and... Reggie closes the ramp gate. Bat shit, am I wrong? I, I, I mean... I I read you know some of the Eastern philosophy like I I, I feel some of yeah. what he's saying like I I'm I'm familiar with kind of what but that's like it's there it's worth I think considering but like bad shit right I, yeah I I think so I think okay. so okay good but we're blessed so I mean this oh, should yeah, be an easy ride home he, he blessed us up and down I mean that's good so uh, hopefully that that hopefully that works I I hope so. That and the fact that the Marduk is like 10 million times better than that hunk of shit he blew his <laughs> right. on. Right. What was that? Well, I was afraid to ask, but what was that banging? <laughs> that, that probably shouldn't be happening. I um, No, I don't think. I've never I, heard that before. I don't think that's something that, that's normal or should be happening. So uh, well, You've never been on any ship that made that noise. No, it's a brand new noise, and I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it one bit in a ship that is carrying people across... Um, uh, uh, conscious uh, hellscapes. <laughs> you, you 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 pay your money and you take your chances, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Fire be where? Exactly. Um, yeah. Also, thousands of light years from home. <laughs> also, something to be said for Bento is the one who set this up. Um, I wonder how much Bento knows about Devo. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess we'll have to uh, put all that in the report. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you telling me there's reports for this particular? I suppose that makes sense. Yes, I'll, that's fine. Don't, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it. Um, yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to fill out the um, uh, the condition reports for the ship and all of that. So, I'll, I'll do that. In the morning. In the morning. In the morning. In the morning. 
So does Steve-O successfully let's, let's boink out of existence? <laughs> yeah, while, you guys are, while you guys are having your conversation, you see a field of wavering energy form around the monster, and then poof, he's gone. <laughs> we see all these like moving parts on the underside of the ship. Like <laughs> That is not supposed to be in existence. There is no moving parts on the outside of a sleep ship. There shouldn't be, but there was definitely something going boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I, hey, look, he he made it. That's why I wanted him to go first in case we had to drag his ass home. But I don't know. He, he figured something out because he that ship is put well is put together well. But there's just no way to really look. If it broke down, he's the only one who could ever fix it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's full of custom rigged parts, which is admirable in a way. It is. I I'm envious of that level of skill. I I think that that might be like an original ship. Man, I like that looks like from scratch. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. God damn it. Well, at least we made it. I mean, Jesus. There was no guarantee. <laughs> there was zero guarantee. There was almost a negative guarantee um, based on our no, no, no knowledge about his ship. But yes, we made you it. You know what? My yeah, fault. You definitely get the feeling that Bento knows nothing about this guy except for he was the cheapest pilot available. No shit. <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll we'll have to talk to Bento. I I definitely don't want to do that again. But Maybe. again, my fault. Should have checked the ship before we let that fucker four paws get away. That's on me. No, I don't want you saying anything is your fault anymore. I, do you understand me? <sighs> look, look at me. Don't. I don't want you saying anything. Any of this is your fault anymore. Look, and just as Reggie says that. The rain stops and oh, there's a rare beam of sunlight through the clouds. Huh. It refracts through the front window and lights up Reggie's face in a golden <laughs> hue like an angel. Look, Steve-O's ship exploded. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, no, and no one is surprised. <laughs> <laughs> For all you know, Steve-O is in the multiversal cow right now. <laughs> Deep inside that multiversal cow, he is the multiversal, is cow. multiversal <laughs> cow. We had him right there. We should have asked him all the questions about the yeah. universe. We had our little brush. <laughs> was, yeah. Oh, what a character! Um, so he's, yeah, so he's bathed in back. sunlight. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want to hear you say it to Bento. You, uh, I have all the confidence and faith in you, no matter what, and so will Duke. No, I, I mean, I, look, I, I appreciate Reggie. I mean, like you, you know, you, you're, you're there for me. Like I, I you know, I, I appreciate that. But, but, you know, some somebody's got to take the the bull by the horns. And I mean, that's that's it's me. I mean, not that it's not you too. But I, I just, you know, I, I look. It's fine. I'll be fine. It's fine. We got the ship. No harm, no foul. Uh, you know, let's get home. Let's get some sleep. We'll get a shower. We'll get something to eat. Look, bye, treat. My treat. Well, well, let's go out somewhere where we get back. Ice cream. I, I was thinking dinner, but we ice cream, maybe dessert. <laughs> well, I, you know, ice cream for dinner before. <laughs> I, okay, dessert before. That's fine. That's, that's you know. <laughs> hey, you only live once, right? You gotta do the thing, and he like brings uh, his hands down. Dessert before dinner, and you're a sinner. Maybe we shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> no, I think it's. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I think it's probably fine. It's probably. Fine. I think we earned it. Don't you guys got to remember that you've spent three weeks eating like prepackaged, fr- fr- freeze frozen 
uh, rations and boom meat. Boom the, meat. Idea, the idea of eating meat that was actually grown on Earth sounds probably pretty good. I, yes, scratch all of that. I think what I would like is a big, healthy steak. Uh, that sounds fantastic. Choice cut of meat. The best cut. Mm, all the best cuts. All right, let, let's do it. Let's get the fuck out of here. We right. get the fuck out of here. Strap yourselves in. We're going to need a slip space roll from Reggie. I will do it. Or slip, uh, slip dynamics. That's right. There it is. Eight total. Awesome job. <laughs> you are back in dice for a ranch. It's that easy, gentlemen. Hey everybody, before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you're here and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. There are three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast, the Night Owl Blend, which is a rich, dark roast, and the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com. And a quick shout-out to Jeremy. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Uh, we haven't seen uh, Jeremy in a little while, but uh, he's uh, he's back checking us out, so uh, welcome back. Uh, I'm drinking for you tonight. I got my own. I got my own brew. Got a little uh, black lager from uh, what is black this? Uh, Sam Adams. Got a little cocoa in it. Hints of cocoa. It's that pretty good. Good style. I love yeah. that style. I, I wasn't gonna buy any beer. I don't. I don't really drink beer anymore. And I, I went to the store to get milk. So I'm walking down the aisle, and I happen to cut through the beer aisle, and I. I'm a pumpkin guy, so I thought I saw pumpkin beer. Stop. Oh, no. it, must be in, it must be in heaven now in September because, well, man, yeah. are they coming out? So oh, I looked, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's just an orange bottle. It's something else. So do I go down back down the aisle, and I see, wait, hints of cocoa. Wait, coffee beer? Oh, fuck, I'm going to have to go home with this now. <laughs> I just came in for milk. God damn it. Coffee beer? Oh, yeah. It's it's it hints of like un, undertones, you know, notes of of coffee, like the bitter from a coffee or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's not overt. I don't know, man. Coffee stouts are if it's done well. I shouldn't say that, but if it's done a cer- certain way, they can be very very good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. Same thing with pumpkin. I don't like all pumpkin beers, but a good pumpkin beer. Oh. I'm a purist, man. I like the, I like plain donuts and vanilla ice cream. <laughs> I like my coffee to be coffee and my beer to be beer. Mm-hmm. Don, if you if if way back when the men knew who the men were and the women <laughs> knew who the women were. <laughs> this is an unpo- probably an unpopular opinion, but in being working sort of on the outskirts of a beer business, if you find a good pumpkin beer. Let me know because I have not found one. 
in all of my years. Uh, I used to, I enjoyed this. I think it was like Saranac or something. I had like a, it was a black label with a pumpkin on it. Uh, and it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I, I enjoyed that one when I first had it. Uh, the blue moon is, is terrible. And I like blue moon, but they're pumpkin beers. Ugh. I never understood it. All right. There's an anti-commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do everything here on <laughs> Legends of Tabletop. Anti-commercials? Oh, no, we have it all. Next on Beer Talk. <laughs> Product displacement. <laughs> I'll have to cut all this shit out and stick it at the end after the credits. 